Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome, friends. I'm Nicole. I'm Ben. And you're listening to Wicked and Grim. A true crime podcast. Warning. The following probably hear our tiny home vibrating away oh man oh we got well i think we dropped that we got a washer and dryer but it's literally like when it's spinning that we are like at a train station or something it pretty much vibrates our whole house because it's so small so it sends a vibration through the entire thing so if you're hearing vibrations it is a poorly planned laundry day mixed with recording for the podcast i won't do that again but to get through that i have this boom and I'm drinking, I freaking made this shit myself, a chai tea latte made, Delicious. With, made with oat milk. With oat milk? Like, look at me go. Um, not because we don't have milk. We, we are lucky that we have milk right now. Uh, we're not sure if you guys have seen the news recently on living in British Columbia. Yeah, but it's terrible. But there is terrible. some disasters down uh, near the Vancouver and Okanagan region where flooding is it's rampant. Crazy floods. It's insane. Yeah, like if you see aerial shots or whatever, like like barns and stuff are almost like practically underwater. Yep, farms are flooded, uh, animals are drowning, roadways. So sad. Vancouver is completely cut off. All the roadways heading north for British Columbia have all washed out, the highways, everything. So people are mad rush buying at grocery mm-hmm. stores, panicking. But they're fucking idiots because all of our groceries come primarily east over in Alberta and none of those roadways are cut off. Yeah. So people are just and being there idiots. Are still ways to get up here. It's like I don't know. That just almost show because lots of people say like Vancouver is BC. It's like now everyone's showing that yeah it is. Oh my gosh, we can't get to Vancouver. We better go buy everything in the grocery store. Exactly. And there's there's reports of people buying like ten um, jugs if, of milk. Uh, yeah, ten jugs of milk. Like so, like I'm four liters, or if you're in the states, gallons. So ten yeah. gallon jugs of milk, um, and currently. And it's going to be like this for the next few days until yeah. just trucks come in because they are coming in. Um, there is no produce. There is no meat. There is hardly any dairy to purchase. The shelves are like barren at the store. It's really eerie, actually. And it's stupid funny because in an apocalypse setting, what are you going to go do? Buy the perishable shit? Yeah. Are you fucking no kidding me? No one's prepared. You go for things like rice, beans, oats, canned food, the non-perishables that will last. Mm-hmm. We bought one extra little bag of rice. That's it. That's it. Because rice goes a long fucking way and it lasts for fucking ever. Yeah, it really does. The only reason we bought that rice was just in case people are stupid enough that they purchased the whole fucking grocery stores and we just need something. So mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So we that's that's all, that's what we're dealing with. Yeah. We're just like uh, a pound of rice. We're good to go. I have no idea if um the if Canada news is much if is shown much in the U.S. Like I have oh, yeah, absolutely no idea. It's been going worldwide. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have no idea. Um. Yeah. So to all you guys out there who are just learning on where we live, we uh, we live in northern British Columbia, and it's chaos right now. Uh, well, but we, not as chaos as it is down south. Like, well, yeah, where the floods are actually happening. It's just people that's, up here being dumb. Exactly. But in the summer, BC deals with forest fires, and now apparently in the winter, it's rampaging floods. Wow. Can't get a break. Yeah. Well, that aside, though, we do have some good news to share. Um, we are actually a little bit ahead of schedule. Yeah. So good Props job to you, Nicole. To me. It's only because I'm going away, though. <laughs> That's true. But still, rather than recording the last minute. We're, it's like a week ahead. Yeah. Wow. High five to that. Maybe Boom. we can actually relax a little bit rather than panicking to get yeah. some research done. It actually done. feels kind of nice, I'm not going to lie. So I would like to try doing this going forward. <laughs> oh, 100%. Um, but we do have currently one patron to thank because we're, we're halfway through the week. There's probably, mm-hmm. there might be another one or two that pop up in the meantime. You'll be thanked next episode if that is the case. But Kyla Snyder, thank you very much for being a, a patron on our Patreon. Love that name, actually. Right? She signed up for an all-access Patreon Boom. package. So Thank you. You're awesome. Thank you very much, Kyla. You're the bomb. Thebomb.com? Thebomb.com. Is that still cool to say? I don't think so. I don't know. All I know is on wickedandgrim.com, you may be finding <laughs> merch coming soon. Okay, whoa, I didn't even plan that shit. <laughs> That was a that good That was super segue. good. <laughs> we fucking rule. Holy shit. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually working on drawing up designs right now. I've had a couple like sketches done out before. I'm solidifying some designs right now. So hopefully in the next coming weeks, maybe two, three weeks tops, we should have um, stuff on our website. So you can purchase mm-hmm. some stickers, T-shirts, that sort of thing. Eek. Yeah, because if you didn't know, Ben's like about as creative as you can get. And he is very artistic and he's drawing the shit up. Yeah, I'm I'm a bit of a an artsy fartsy individual. Artiste. Yeah, you're yeah. awesome. I like to say I'm, I'm I'm an amateur artist. I think you're just awesome. I wouldn't well, call you an amateur. I think I'm pretty fucking awesome too. <laughs> I think your work's great. Thank you. You ready to move on though? Oh my goodness, I'm like all of a sudden nervous because this case is just like eek eek. I almost don't want to do it anymore. I'm but let's do it. I'm not ready for this one because you've been trembling over researching this one, uh, and it's just been giving this eerie aura throughout the house. Well, thanks. <laughs> Just a little like storm cloud cloud above our tiny home this week because of this case, apparently. There's been a storm cloud every time we research, it seems like. Just because, I mean, it's dark shit. It's depressing shit. I know. I need to come up with some way of like decompressing actually after I research maybe. Yeah. So maybe I'll start. Yeah. You know what? I should bake after I do heavy cases. You should. That would be amazing. You idea. can bake and I can drink. And you can eat it. Okay. So the case that I'm covering, I can't remember if we dropped a hint. Um, we did to our patrons, I think. But it, it's so it's Luca Magnata. Luca Magnata. Luca I Magnata. Just think that saying that name is kind of fun. But and this was based off a Netflix documentary? Or, sorry, we're we're going to get into all that. The, it's not based off a Netflix documentary. There is a Netflix There is a Netflix documentary on based on this case. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so I've actually had this case on my list for some time now. Ever since I did... The Barbie and Ken killers case, because there will be some mention of Carla Homoka in this case. Okay. And there's mention of some similarities this case has the to the Dexter killer case that I also covered way back in episode seven. Oh, snap. So I'm like, this is sweet. It's um, not a lot, but basically killers using social media 
to their advantage to find victims and then how it also opens up their audience globally. Just like the internet's a dark, terrible place. Oh, it's fucking dark as shit. It's like scary. But I have a question or not a question, more so a statement. Sure. Actually, kind of a question. Um, Everyone out there who's listening right now. Are you aware that there was a new season of Dexter coming out? And are you excited as we are for it? Okay. I was like, we are so fucking stoked. Okay. I think it's already out. Is it not my love? Is it out now? And here you're like, we're so excited. We don't even know it's out. Are you fucking kidding? (laughs) I thought it was just there. No, it's not. I think it is. You need to Google that. Are you serious? Well, and was it a whole series or just one episode? Oh, it's it's a new season. Oh shit. Really? As far as I'm aware. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm typing this up right now. Um, okay. Well, I might as well just, should I just wait for you to get this shit together here? Because you're pretty dang excited about the Dexter. Actually, I'm, I'm too, I'm obsessed. I think I was more obsessed with Dexter than you were. Um, I think you might have been actually. Like, I love it. Love it. Uh, yeah, shit. It's out, isn't it? Yeah. Is it on? But it's not, we don't get that station or whatever. I don't know how to get it. Um, yeah, I'm not too sure the station, but it, it, yeah, it started releasing on the 7th. I thought it, wow. I thought it was like coming soon, not a here it, it fucking is. Wow. Okay, well, we're going to be watching that. I got to blow my nose because I'm sniffling. So can we pause this for one yep. sec, then get into your case? Done. Cool. Okay, I'm good. Wait, am I unplugged? Can I, you... know, I can't hear anything. Test, test. Okay, there we go. We're good. Sorry. Headphones unplugged. <laughs> We're good now. <laughs> okay, we back. Okay, so nose is blown. Dexter research done. <laughs> We're plugged back in. We can hear. So we're ready to go, eh? Let's let's oh go into your case. Oh my goodness, what a roller coaster. Okay, so who is Luca Magnata? Well, do tell. We like to cover the victim story as much as possible, and we will be. But don't be confused because Luca is not the victim in this case, but rather literally. One of the most disgusting human beings I've ever learned about. Like, disgusting. Cool beans. I'm... You intrigued? I'm terrified, actually, by that premise. But here we go. Uh, Luca was born on July 24th, 1982, in Scarborough, Ontario. At the time of his birth, he was known as Eric Clinton Kirk Newman. It wasn't until 2006 that he changed his name to Luca Magnata. He's the eldest of three children. I'm not going to go into a lot of detail about it, but like in many of the cases we cover, he didn't have the best upbringing. Mm-hmm. I feel like we literally say that pretty much every time. Yeah, it's... It's kind of sad. It's an unfortunate, um, almost it seems like a prerequisite at this point. I know, it's really sad. His parents split when he was very young, Luca going to live with his grandma and grandpa, but then they would also later split. So he was like, he went through two divorce divorces in a family i guess gotcha he was homeschooled for a period of time to protect him from the outside world as he was told it was dirty and dangerous well that's not inaccurate i mean it's pretty fucking dirty and dangerous (laughs) but i just find that i don't know i think it might have been from his grandma that said that but i find that like so incredibly ironic because considering he went and made the world like way more dirty and dangerous yeah fair enough okay so i i'm just like no he did attend high school from 1998 to 2000 and was remembered by teachers and classmates as having an obsession over his appearance okay he's he's a little pretty boy you know likes to look good there's nothing wrong with that i mean teach there their isn't. own there isn't there's nothing wrong but he, i think he was like uh you will get more into it but he's like obsessed luca did have high 
have high hopes of being famous one day and had wanted to be an actor. But when that didn't seem to pan out for him, he went a different route. In 2002 or 2003, somewhere in that area, he would start stripping at Remington's, which is a nightclub in Toronto. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) A little Chippendale actions here, hey? He also would appear in some porn films as a straight man turned gay, adopting the name Jimmy, which would also be his name working through a male escort service. Jimmy. Gotcha. Jimmy. Jimmy. Little Jimmy. Little Jimmy. I don't know if that's a great (laughs) escort name. Little Jimmy. Oh, I guess not. Maybe Big Jimmy. (laughs) Um, In 2004 is what... So, okay. Sorry. 2004 is when Luca's basically like assholeness really starts to shine. Shining. Okay. His assholeness. Like up until this point, it's not like horrific. Um, So what happened is he befriended a 21-year-old woman and convinces her to apply for credit cards to then go and rack them up himself. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, this woman, however, had some sort of mental disability and had the mental capacity of an 8 to 12-year-old. So he fully knew that he was taking advantage of her. What a douche canoe. Like, that's brutal. It's one thing to take advantage of someone like that, but then to take someone take advantage of someone with a disability is like yeah. a bajillion times worse. Oh. He racked up neither, n- nearly $10,000 worth of credit card debt. Wow. What in a her dick. Name. What a dick. He does get charged with fraud, but the real kicker with this in- incident is that he apparently also videotaped him sexually assaulting this woman, but those charges were dropped before the case went to trial. What the I, fuck? And I don't know why, but they were dropped. His lawyer later saying, the decision changed the course of Luca's life immeasurably, with huge ramifications to our society eventually. Inevitably, sorry. Okay, this... Like, if... I feel like if he got... Had to serve justice for that, this rest of this case could potentially be a lot differently. Yeah. Or his story yeah, could be a lot differently, right? Understandable. I wonder if, um, because of the way the case actually turned out, if he... I don't know, held a grudge or something towards society for the sentence he did serve or the label he had put on him for what he did sort of thing and made him worse because of it? I don't think so. I just think maybe if he got like help that he needed, if he did end up going to jail or whatever, there could have been some rehabilitation gotcha. at that time. And like, yeah. that's just my thought, but I don't no, know. That makes sense. Yeah. And hopefully that anyone who does undergo any sort of imprisonment or sentencing like that. They do get the rehabilitation they need. But. I know. So in 2005, Luca pleads guilty and is convicted of four fraud charges. He is only given nine months of community service and 12 months of probation. Hmm. It was revealed, however, in a medical report that Luca had significant psychiatric issues. As the judge was issuing his sentence, she said to Luca, you have a medical problem and you need to always take medication medication if you do not your life is going to get messed up wow if that's not foreshadowing but i know hey there's a lot of times that we talk about cases too where people are off their medication well, and I know, shit goes because, south yeah like who who's forcing them to take this their medication how can right? you, you force can't, someone you can't but they need to be medicated or their life like she said is going to get messed up or someone else's life Oh my gosh, that is some serious foreshadowing. I'm just letting you know. Yeah, fuck. 
And that's something you can't regulate either. You can't force someone no. to take that medication. Even if you try, like say you do implement having to force them to take medication just for the sake of conversation. How the fuck are you going to implement that? How are you going to ensure someone takes their medication every day at fucking, I don't know, 7 a.m. Well, and 7 I feel like unless they were in um, like a facility. Exactly. You can't. So if you have someone who's just an everyday civilian. Mm-hmm. How are you going to implement you that? You can't. Unless you, can't. you get a microchip inside everyone through a vaccine. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> and no. you monitor them. No, we're not Sorry. even going there. That is just appalling. No. <laughs> my bad. Uh, Luca continues to appear in low-level porn films and also appears in Fab, Fab Magazine, which is a gay bi-weekly magazine from Toronto. Appearing as Jimmy, he st- describes himself as a 22-year-old soccer fan born <laughs> what? Born in Russia. I'm sorry, I yawned. I know. I'm like, I'm boring you that fucking much. Thanks. No, it's, it's late. <laughs> it's late. Okay. The 22-year-old soccer fan born in Russia, currently living in Toronto with hopes of becoming a homicide police officer. Maybe take police officer out of there, just a homicide individual or like, homicidal uh, there's, individual. There's just so many like cringy things with this case. It's just like, oh my goodness. Okay, in early 2006, Luca would meet and start dating a transgendered woman named Barbie. Their relationship lasted several months, but Barbie ends up breaking up with Luca, saying he was basically obsessed with himself and obsessed with wanting to be famous one day. His apartment was a shrine dedicated to himself. Okay, okay. So, like, not someone you would want to be in a relationship, yeah, right? Yeah, probably not. But I almost say that Barbie dodged a bullet because it would go just downhill from there. And, like, she didn't have to be a part of it, right? Yeah. there so. There is some irony in that, though, because, I mean, Barbie stereotypically having that, like perfect me sort of image Um, you know as it's barbie's history anyways and then barbie saying that you're too obsessed with yourself i guess i never even thought of that (laughs) um okay so to talk more about luca's obsession with himself because it was strong mighty strong and him his obsession with getting famous he auditions for the reality shows cover guy and plastic makes perfect Plastic makes perfect, eh? Apparently that's a show. I don't I meant to look that up. I don't know if that's still a show, but I'm just like Well, I, I think we can assume what that means. Again, I think to there's each their still own. shows out there like that. Yeah. Again, to each their own. It's definitely not my forte, but Yeah. I'm not I'm not against anyone getting plastic surgery. I don't know if I personally would, but like it can go too far too. I think boob jobs are good. Oh my god. I want a boob Did job. Did you actually just say that? I on want here? a boob job. Just for me. Oh, Ben. What? You need to simmer simmer down. (laughs) It's a joke. I know. It's just a joke. It's a joke. Okay. So where the heck am I? I watch. Okay. I watch these auditions and it was like, I don't know, just listening to him speak and like talk was just cringeworthy almost. It's one thing to have confidence, which I'm all for, but he had this just like arrogance about him, which I'm not into. And apparently neither would the judges because he never got chosen for either of them. He tells cover guy judges that some people say, I'm devastatingly good looking. Devastatingly good looking. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's an interesting way to like present yourself. Well, it's cover guy is what 
he was. I mean, for. he's selling himself, right? Yeah, he's selling himself. He's selling himself to the job. Like that's that's kind of the position, right? And with the plastic makes perfect people, um, he tells them about or where? Okay, whoa, I wrote that. Oh, I wrote that way wrong. So he basically <laughs> tells them that he's like all about his looks and he's about perfecting them. He's had a nose job done, two hair transplants, and was planning on having muscle implants in his pecs and arms. Okay. Which is like so interesting because wouldn't you just like, like you just, I don't even know if I should say this, but I was like, you just go to the gym, right? And like tone up that I, to make them bigger. I have seen people with muscle implants and to me... It's very obviously implants, but again, to each their own. If that's what they want, yeah. then, I mean, go for it. It's not my thing. I've also seen an ass implants, too. Was yeah. I with you? We were at like an airport. I was in an airport and some, I don't know. some person had ass implants and it was like, whoa. Like a good whoa? No. Oh, well, never mind then. <laughs> I was like, maybe she got some cake. I don't know. Well, it was just like too, a little too much. You gotcha. Know? No, I had, there's no such thing as too much cake. It was cake. a little too much. There's no such thing as too much cake. In <laughs> uh, Luca's obsession to get famous, he also goes about creating an online persona for himself. And this is like beyond interesting. Creating numerous fan pages about himself. And by numerous, I mean like hundreds. Holy shit. Of fan pages. And then he goes one step further and creates fake fans to basically comment on mm. these fan pages. So like each fan page, I feel like only had like 10 to 20 people in it. But if you read through enough comments on these fan pages, you start to see some similarities of the comments. Gotcha. That yeah. were like written. And it was pretty obvious that it wasn't, it wasn't numerous people like leaving these comments. I don't know. I just think that's funny. Uh, fake it till you make it, I guess. I'm not uh, sure. Touche. Touche. This is also where we get to Carla Homoko. So he created a rumor that he was dating Carla. Because at this point, from what I could tell, there wouldn't be anyone else out there creating rumors about him. So he creates this rumor that he's dating Carla. Mm -hmm. And then drops into the Toronto Sun, talks to reporter Joe Warmington to basically deny the online rumors and talk about how they were destroying his life. Oh, uh, okay. So yeah, he's trying to implement himself in some articles and, and get yeah. fame that way. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it smart. I mean, it's just a serious like desperation to get attention. Yeah. Really, yeah. like it's it's serious. I should I should clarify. It's not smart. It's crafty. Yeah, he's using his noodle. Yeah. So in 2010, 2010 would be the year Luca goes a bit darker online. Here we go. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Up to this point, his fake fan pages weren't exactly hurting anyone. But what he does next is disgusting and basically something that I avoided learning about until this point. You may have heard about the Netflix three-part series. Here we go. Don't fuck with cats. Yeah. You haven't watched that, have you? No, I haven't. Have you watched it for researching this? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Unfortunately, yeah. Oh, our furnace kicked in. I don't know if you can hear that in our mics, but... Well, the title is unfortunately very accurate. I actually didn't even realize that the show was about Luca until I started researching. I knew of Luca's later events, but I did not know of anything I've already mentioned or what's to come involving the cats. And trigger warning, I'm about to talk about some extreme animal cruelty, which 
Oh my gosh. Okay. I, I avoid animal cruelty at all because it's just like, I just can't. But here we go. I, I, I get triggered by animal cruelty. Does that mean I can leave? Sure. I can go. I'll just talk to the people about <laughs> it. <laughs> no, I, I'm in it with you. Oh my I, gosh. I, back. I think I, but I'm pretty sure that I already told you because I had to get it off my chest. <laughs> uh, you t- you told did tell me one yeah, as far as I could remember. I just like, I was like, I can't hold this in anymore. But the thing with animal cruelty is it's, they're, they're so defenseless. Not that many human victims or any human victims are, are are not defenseless. It we are like the saviors, or we are the companions. We are all these things for animals. We choose so much for what their life is, mm-hmm. so they are helpless to the situation. Mm-hmm. And you just look into their little eyes, and they're just so innocent. They are innocent, and so yes. sweet. It's just like, how could you hurt one? Yeah, and so. Harming such innocence, mm-hmm. it's 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 disgusting. It's equivalent, in my opinion, to to harming an infant. Yeah, because there's I, nothing but they they rely on you for everything, and they're so you innocent. are there. You're their everything. Yeah, literally, you're their everything. Yeah, so it's it's equivalent to harming infants to me. Oh, okay, here we go. Ugh. So on December twenty first, twenty ten. Luca uploads a video titled One Guy, Two Kittens. The video shows an unidentified man, Luca, but his face is never really shown, placing two kittens in one of the vacuum bags designed for storage that you can suck the air out of. So he places these two kittens in the bag and you can imagine attaches a vacuum to the bag and suffocates the kittens. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. This guy's a piece of shit. Like, it's just, I just, my heart is just like sinking as I'm having to read that shit because it's just holy shit. And this is something that I, that I told you because this is the one thing you did tell me of the animal cruelty that he did. Um, and I told you, so I'm, I'm going to talk about it with you guys as well. So, uh, no, we don't need to talk about that. No, I'm, I'm going to. So oh, it, God. Fair trigger warning on the animal cruelty. Um, I'm going a little deeper into, um, this vacuum ceiling. It's not that those, cats would have just suffered suffocation the vacuum sealing process would have collapsed their lungs it would have sucked the mm-hmm. oxygen right out of their, their lungs bodies, and yeah. their bodies yeah. so it's not just they suffocated they they were quite literally tortured as that oxygen was stripped from their lungs like a nasty human being to, to have even someone think about doing something like that and then actually going and doing that to two innocent little creatures is just yeah it's just disgusting. Fuck this guy. I get, we already are just done with him. We're just done. The video was apparently quickly removed because of its contents, but this is where it gets quite interesting. Though it was quickly removed, but really, is anything actually removed no. from the internet? No, if right? it's on I the internet, it's, it's always on the internet. Trevor. There were many individuals who wanted nothing more than to track down this person and get justice mm-hmm. for those kittens. Good. Because apparently you don't fuck with kittens. No. 
<laughs> the internet loves its kittens and puppies. I know, hey? An online group was formed to seek the kitten killer. And some of these pre- people treated the seek like it was their freaking job. Like, they, they were going to catch this mofo. It was Ryan Boyle, a former U.S. soldier who formed the Facebook group, which is called Find the Vacuum Kitten Killer for Great Justice. The article I was reading said about 4,000 people had signed up. And I'm thinking that was just initially because I'm a creeper and I went and searched (laughs) for this group today. And over 30,000 were part of the group. But I'm assuming like a ton of people probably went and joined after the Netflix doc came out, right? Many people within the group using aliases to conceal their identity, including Luca himself. Of course. Freaking bastard. It was believed at one point in time he was part of the group. I'm sure loving the attention his disturbing video was bringing to the internet. A few days after the video was posted, a $5,000 award was posted from Rescue Inc. in hopes of finding the animal abuser. As a founding member of the group put it, animal abuse is a gateway crime. Once somebody starts to open that door, that's when things start to get very dangerous. I can imagine. It seems like a lot of prolific killers started off young with animals. animals. Which is disgusting. Really disgusting. As the main group grew too large, a few of the main members branched off to form a new group of 11 members called the Animal Beta Project. Their number one goal, to stop Luca before he kills again, and they meant business. The time commitment they put into analyzing every detail in the kitten killing video frame by frame, finding out where the blanket on Luca's bed was from, the vacuum he he used, initially determining the unidentified man to be located in North America, basically by those items. And like, they're also looking at like outlets on the wall and stuff. Right. And that can kind of determine where someone's from. They did eventually get an anonymous tip that the person they were looking for was Luca Magnata. And from then on, they were able to have a focus. And because of Luca's obsession with himself and getting famous, there was not a lack of information out there about him, but not a lot of it was true either. They claimed that furniture and the kitten killer's clothing matched other images found that Luca had posted. The next struggle was finding where Luca lived, though. But they were able to find this, too, by using exchangeable image file data from pictures uploaded and posted by Luca that would tell them where the photo was taken. Like information attached to the photo, right? Yeah. Luca was pretty smart with these things, though, and seemed to cover his bases very well, often even misleading investigators down rabbit holes that didn't need to be visited, like he wanted to waste people's fucking time. Mm -hmm. But there were also hundreds of photos uploaded, and there was bound to be one that he forgot to take that that data off of. Oh, yeah, for sure. They found one from October 2010, taken on a cell phone and stamped with a GPS locator. And it showed that Luca was located in in the Toronto area. And with more digging, they were able to locate his apartment building and his address. Oh, shit. Like, I don't want this dude to be Canadian. Like, go somewhere else, eh? Yeah, he's not we giving us a good rap. We don't Fuck want this you guy. Here. No kidding. 
Um, but I'm, I'm really curious if it's going to be like these internet sleuths that are the ones knocking on his door or if no. they're going to be no. police. They, they never um, got like that involved. Uh, they would just be presenting information to like authorities, I guess you could okay. say. So the group contacted the Ontario Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals with all their findings, who then reached out to the Toronto police, and a file was opened on Luca in February of 2011. However, nothing would come of this. What? The police did, though, visit the address that Luca did live, and he he was a resident there at one point. So I was thinking, what's the word resident? He was a resident there at one point, but apparently... He had since moved to Russia, so their hands were basically tied. Had he actually moved to Russia? He had actually oh. moved. There was like a new tenant in there. And so was the groups. Everything began to settle with little more evidence to research and look at. Until. Until? Two new kitten videos were released. Oh, this fucker. Like, no, no, no. Same account or is it new accounts? Or what, I don't do you know? even know that. Okay. Um... Yeah, I wasn't going to like, I didn't want to accidentally come across these nasty videos. Honestly, and the rage I felt like learning about these videos is just so strong. It was basically a year since the original kitten killing video was released. The one, and I'm going into some detail. The one video showed a man wearing a Santa hat and placing a kitten on a bed. But on this particular bed was a python. So no explanation is really needed there. Sure, yeah. you can imagine what happens mm -hmm. with that one. At, though there, it's not good. Still, at least it's kind of animal on animal. You know, it's well. That's like that would happen in nature. And, yeah. And stuff, so right. I don't know. Though I'm, it, I'm not happy about it. Don't get me wrong. And that dude's still a fucking asshole for doing that. Mm -hmm. But okay. Well, there this is that next, this next aspect. one, I feel like. I don't know. It's just as worse as the other one. I don't know which is worse. So the second one has a oh, a kitten duct taped to a broom handle. It shows the broom and cat hovering over a bathtub full of water. Fuck. The cat is then Fuck. submerged in the bath until the poor thing drowns. This fucking guy. Holy shit. Like, oh my gosh, I'm sweating. It's disgusting. The documentaries I watched, so besides the Netflix one, there's also a Fifth Estate one. They showed clips of the videos, just little clips. And I was just like, oh, my God. And I will just never be able to get the visual of the fear in the cat's eyes that was taped to the broom handle out of my mind. Like, it, it, it just was a lot. Yeah, I, I don't want to watch you that. You can't. You just don't. Don't even watch. Well, I mean, the documentaries are really good, but uh, just listen to them, maybe listen yeah <laughs> just listen he was back taunting everyone with these new videos but this awoke the group with a vengeance and they were back at it trying to solve the mystery of who this asshole was the new release of the videos also brought some attention from the press the sun in london england ran a story called catch the sicko who fed a kitten to a python from this, one of the journalists at The Sun gets anonymous message letting them know the person they're looking for is currently in London and where they were staying. So the journalist decides to go play, pay a visit, pay him a visit, and records his encounter. 
Luca obviously denies what the journalist is accusing him of, killing kittens, Mm -hmm. saying he was framed. Like, fuck off. Shortly after this encounter, the reporter would receive an email, believed to be from Luca, saying, next time you hear from me, it will be in a movie I'm producing that will have some humans in it, not just pussies. Wow. So some super alarming foreshadowing right there. No kidding. The London police were notified, but said it was outside their jurisdiction. jurisdiction. Fuck. Because like right there, I just feel like could something else not have been done? Like that's like a threat to to just like society. Yeah, it (laughs) is. Is it not? That's a threat to, to human life. Yeah. To any human, really. So out of your jurisdiction, sure. Okay, maybe. Yeah, great. Contact who's in that fucking area and whose problem it will be to deal with Luca. Mm-hmm. Because it could have saved, saved a life. So Luca then moves back to Canada and settles in Montreal as the online investigators would find out in early 2012. Which brings me to Luca's next video, which was posted in May 2012. Titled, One Lunatic, One Ice Pick. Fuck. Fuck. And the victim of this video was not a kitten, but a human like Luca had last promised. The victim was Julin, an international student in the engineering and computer science faculty at the Quan. Oh, how did we say that again? Concordia Concordia, University in Montreal, Quebec. Sorry. He was last seen on May 24th and failed to appear at work the next day. The video of his murder was posted on May 25th. The online investigators, so like the people, I can't remember what they're, the beta people or whatever, found a Craigslist ad that Luca had posted looking for a sexy man. And it is believed that this is how Julin met Luca. Stay off Craigslist, people. Craigslist is sketchy as fuck. Is still even a thing? I think it is. I don't know. It probably is. The video shows Julin bound on a bed, initially alive and then lifeless. It shows someone repeatedly stabbing his body with an ice pick and then dismembering the body with a knife. Evidence of a sedative was in Julin. Sedative. Oh, sorry. A sedative. (laughs) Sedative. Sedative, sorry. Was in Julin's system and in a wine bottle later found. So the hope is that he didn't feel the incredible pain inflicted on him. Mm -hmm. That's, yeah, that would be the only silver lining there, I think. Uh, Yeah. So Julin's remains would not be found until May 29th with his body being found in numerous stages. And this is like the part that I kind of knew about. Um, so first that was found was his torso. It was found in the back alley of, I believe, Luca's apartment building by the janitor. It was found inside a locked suitcase with many puncture wounds to the body, but no head and all limbs had been removed. Fuck. Like, that's disgusting. This guy is so sick. That's so just gross. Initially, the police thought Luca was the deceased because as they searched the garbage bin next to where the suitcase was found, they came across paperwork with Luca's information on it, including his address. When they went to check the apartment, 
It was clear, but smelled oddly clean. They needed to obtain a warrant to do, to do a deep search of the apartment. And when they did, there was evidence of blood splatter being all over. Yeah, I could imagine. Like you could freaking imagine. Uh, surveillance footage, the night of the murder, murder. <laughs> murder. <laughs> also saw Luca making dozens of trips down to the garbage in the middle of the night. He sure didn't hide it well, hey? No, like, like he didn't really at all. But he went through a lot of trouble of hiding his online stuff, which is strange that he didn't do it when it came to the time of actual physical evidence. Sure, he cleaned up great, but then he just dumped everything in the dumpster of his apartment building. I know. It doesn't really make any sense. It doesn't. Uh, so Julian's limbs were found in the garbage, but neither of his hands, feet, or head were found. So it's just like... From, Just the limb. I don't even know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying here. <laughs> I'm not going to describe that anymore. But they would be found. First one being on May 29th, which is the same day the suitcase was actually found, when a mysterious package arrived via mail to the headquarters of the Conservative Party in Ottawa. A receptionist opening the mail, finding a severed foot. Fuck. Why have I not heard of that before? Have you not heard of that? No. Oh my gosh. He'd also taken a time to wrote, to write a poem to go along with the foot. It says, roses are red, violets are blue, police will need dental file to identify you, bitch. What the fuck? <laughs> like, that's like one of those fucked up poems I think that you'll ever read in your Who life. Who is he exactly addressing? Just probably like investigators and shit, right? Maybe, I don't know. Because like you get this foot... Like, what are the police going to do? Like, I don't, like, they can't, how can, they can't identify someone from it, you know? Yeah, but you, it's very particular to one, maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'm just looking too deep into it, but it seems like it's sing singling someone out, especially considering bitch, not you bitches well, or something like that. Well, police will need dental file to identify you, They're, you being June Lin. Okay, right? I see. Yeah. I, th I thought it was like he's sending it to someone in particular, like no. someone of government or parliament or something like that. No. So this bringing the attention of the world to him, it being very obvious that Luca was not the victim, but rather the suspect and officially being named as so on May 30th. Aside from what I've already mentioned above, they also saw surveillance footage of Luca at Canada Post dropping off the mysterious packages. There's more mm -hmm. than one. They later had surveillance footage of Julin entering the apartment with Luca to never come out. Julin was not officially recognized as being the victim until June via detective searching through missing person reports. So now to touch on those mailed packages, Luca also mailed a package to the liberals and don't fuck with cats. There's a news clip of Justin Trudeau pre- prime minister speaking of the incident which i thought was interesting mm -hmm. how, how did he do i actually like think i might have skimmed past that because i don't <laughs> even remember because <laughs> no one in canada really fucking cares well, about justin we just, trudeau we just hear a lot from him apparently <laughs> yeah. I, it doesn't trigger anything in me anymore <laughs> so two packages were also mailed to two schools Oh, and shit. Though, and this is funny that you haven't heard about it because the schools, dude, were in Vancouver, B.C. 
Why have I not heard about this? I don't this? know. I had heard of this. That's the part I heard of because that's some fucked up shit that he literally cut off hands and feet and fucking goes to the post office and mails the shit to places. Like, what the fuck? It's kind of fucked up that it actually made it through the mail system and not being picked up or anything, hey? I don't know. And I honestly have no idea why he mailed them to the schools in Vancouver, but like, can you just leave BC out of the shit? And because I didn't know where else to put this, Ju- Julin's head was found much later by a lake in a mon- by a lake in a Montreal park. Fuck. So I mean, at least that shit wasn't mailed, I guess. But also, like, huh? Are you just like running around Montreal with his head in no like kidding. your backpack? Like, excuse me. So, uh, Julin's remains were all eventually found, though. Correct. Yeah. That's good, at least. Yeah. They were, but in like, I mean, the suitcase, the dumpster, four packages and a park. Yeah. Like that's scattered, right? Like, well, that is, that's sad, but I'm just at the very least he was all accounted for. Yeah. That, you know, for you putting know, to rest sort of thing. Well, yeah. I mean, if your loved ones, like can't, if you never came across their hand, like that would be kind of shitty. So, okay. So where was Luca? Well, after the murder, he boarded a plane and flew from Montreal to Paris. To Paris. Okay. Okay. Like, let's murder someone and then go to Paris. Well, he's running away from the like, country, good right? Lord. He's probably thinking that, yeah, I just murdered someone. I'm going to get away with it now. Yeah, no. Dubbed the Butcher of Montreal, Luca was now the center of a global manhunt. Once arriving in Paris, his cell phone was traced to a hotel, but he had already left by the time the police arrived. He'd apparently also stayed two nights with a man that did not realize who he was letting in his home until he left. Oh, shit. Like, lucky dude, really. Can you imagine the panic after you realize that? Yeah. The panic and relief all at the same time. Because, like, you could have been murdered, dude. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't have been a far stretch. After Paris, Luca boarded a bus to head to Berlin. It would be be in Berlin that the manhunt would end. Good. On June 4th, acting on a tip from the public, Berlin police were able to track down and arrest Luca in an internet cafe. He initially pretended to be someone else, but finally admitted who he was. And he was apparently in there reading news articles about himself. Figured. Figured. So, like, he got himself caught, really, because he couldn't friggin' let it be he needed to know what the fuck people were saying about him what's going on and stuff which is yeah. just it makes sense really mm-hmm. luca was held in jail in berlin until he arrived home to canada via a military plane which i thought was whoa on june 18th to face his charges he basically had to come home on like a military plane because he, like there was just some issues like you couldn't really go home on like a commercial flight right none of the airlines wanted to yeah to have that on them and stuff like he was a dangerous dude there was a preliminary hearing but luca's official trial didn't start until 2014 he elected to be tried by judge and jury he pleaded not guilty admitting <laughs> to the acts Okay, so he pleaded not guilty, but he did admit admit to the acts of what he was accused for, but claimed not to be criminally responsible due to mental illness. Oh, fuck. 
It was instructed to the jurors that Luca admitted to the acts he was being charged for, but it was their task to determine whether he committed them in a required state of mind. Just wait. You don't know anything yet. My opinion. But you're so agitated. I am extremely <laughs> agitated because the the mental state is always thrown as that last ditch effort in court mm -hmm. to try and get away with whatever fucking crime you committed. Mm -hmm. And I think that is just the biggest fucking knife in the back for those who are suffering those sort of things and who are dealing with it and who are. And who don't go and kill kittens and humans. Yes. And who are living with it and surviving with it properly and according yeah. to how life should fucking move on. But these guys are taking advantage of that situation. Also, okay, yeah, sure, I did it. I'm sorry. I wasn't in the right mind. Bitch, were you in the right mind when you fucking killed cat A, B, C, D, fucking D all the way through the alphabet? How about when you um, put out the ad on Craigslist? How about when you brought the guy back to your apartment? How about when you dismembered the body and recorded it and then made the video and then uploaded it and then mailed all the fucking packages and then hit his head in the fucking park and then you left the country and were caught fucking sitting in an internet cafe reading the articles all about yourself because you're just that fucking self-involved. You good? Sorry. <laughs> Holy heck, Ben. How is that not? Oh, I'm just not. I mean, like, that's not mental illness. That's that's definitely prolonged, which is not mental illness. I 100% get what you're saying, but I also feel like to do acts like this, you have to have something going on. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, because I mean, like, I just a completely. I mean, but everyone has mental illnesses it, to a sense, really. Like, uh, no one is a mental sound at 100% oh, yeah. of the time. And so, I'm not saying he's not mentally ill. Clearly he is. There's already um, pre-diagnosis of this. But it, it can't be justification for what he's yeah, done. Yeah, it's not justified. Yeah. If you are saying, you know, I had an episode of mental illness because I have this history. Okay, maybe you did have an episode of mental illness. But and this you, went on for too long. This is far too long like for years. you to just claim it's a mental illness episode. Yeah. Because there is... Many times where you could have turned yourself in, you could have asked for help, you could have stopped yourself, you could have realized what was going on and deleted the videos or something like that or anything, but yeah. you just kept going and kept Spiraling. liking it. Yeah. So yeah, he's mentally ill, but it you're guilty. It's not a crutch. Yeah. Well then. Sorry. Very strong feelings <laughs> on that one. You have very strong feelings. After a 12-week trial... And on the jurors' eight-day of deliberations, they would find Luca guilty of all five charges against him. Good. First-degree murder, committing an indignity to a body, publishing obscene material, mailing obscene and indecent material, and harassment of Prime Minister Stephen Harper and other members of Parliament. Good. So, he was sentenced to life in prison, with no chance of parole for 25 years. Uh, so he can get parole. I th Yeah. Because, like, he's not even super old. So, I mean, like, if he just served 25 years, he could be old. Which I'm just like, this this guy cannot come out of jail. I would... I think there would be petitions and stuff. I, I don't think he would reach parole. I don't think that oh, would... Oh, well, I sure freaking hope not. Okay. So there's a couple things that I just want to, like touch a bit more on one being that i mean this this you could dive so much deeper into this case like this mm -hmm. you could just really go down a rabbit hole here because like the netflix series is three 
hour long episodes or whatever. And there is controversy about those because could the police have done what the online investigators were doing and were they just like fueling his fire? Mm -hmm. Which is a possibility, right? But then I already thought of that when I figured you'd talk on it. I don't know. They were they were finding out things too, but yeah, it's like could police have been finding that out on their own when that's when it was come time to this. So But when it boils down to it, you don't fuck with kittens or puppies on the internet. No, you really don't. You don't. You just don't. Don't fuck with cats, right? And then I wanted to touch a bit more on Julin. So his friend speaks at the very end of the Don't Fuck With Cats Netflix series and says it's really sad and not fair how everyone talks about Luca and doesn't remember his friend. Saying Luca didn't just kill Julin, but also destroyed an entire family's hope. In the Chinese culture... It's always the son that carries the responsibility for the care of the parents when they become older. And now that's gone. Like his parents Mm -hmm. don't have that. Like, oh my goodness. Julin's parents traveled to Montreal after the son was murdered, where a candlelight vigil was held. They also traveled to to attend the trial, which I was like, that's really good. And finally, the university that Julin was attending created an award co- basically commemorating the life of Julin. And that's all I have to say. Dang. Well, I really hope that Julin's family uh, can move heal on in and some, heal. some way. I mean, they'll never fully heal. And but... I hope Luca fucking rots and does not get parole. And eventually in the end, he fucking burns. It's it's absolutely disgusting what he's done. And like I said, I I only knew about him mailing the packages. I I and it's funny because I'm just like typing in Luca Magnata in Google and then it comes up with this don't fuck with cats and I was like fuck. <laughs> I've been avoiding this Netflix series and now you're telling me that I have to go fucking watch that? No. But then and I was like was like, do I want to do this case? Do I want to do it? And then, yeah, I'm glad I did it. I learned a shit ton. But who? This was recommended by uh, uh, patrons, right? Who are on Patreon? Wasn't it? I don't know if it was. Because remember, I've, ha- I've had this list, this honestly on my list. I think it's been recommended. I know people have recommended. But I've honestly had this on my list since I did the Barbie and Ken Killers, oh, okay. right? No, I, th- so. I thought you were doing this one specifically off a of Patreon list or something like that that I... No, I forgot think that was about that last week's. Okay. It's getting hard to keep track of all the recommendations we've had from <laughs> we you guys, get a, by the way. We do actually get a lot of recommendations. I absolutely love it, and we do write them down, but we have too many that, not saying that don't send them anywhere, but we just do have too many that we might not be getting to, like, all of them yeah. kind of thing. And even if we do get to them, it might be a while. Yeah. But, but keep sending them. We, we always, it. like, have a wealth of topics, so it's not like we're ever like, oh, what should we do? Right? We always, oh. we have a list that we've we can got go a, to. We've so. got a, we don't just have a list. We have a book. We have a book, actually, yeah. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, if you guys want to go join over on Patreon and see some behind-the-scenes stuff for the podcast, support us a little more and get all those extra little details and even mm-hmm. extra episodes that come out monthly. Yeah, because we're going to have to figure out what extra episode we're going to put out this month on there. Yeah, we Boom. are. I've got a couple ideas. It's very but, exciting. Uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah, and we're on Instagram, Facebook. We have a website, Wikimagram. Yeah. We even have Check a YouTube that we don't post to very often. You got to get that we coming this winter. We need to get winter. some more videos. This winter we're gonna we're gonna do some fun shit. We are. 
lots in the pipe coming up. Yeah. So. So yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking around and listening about this dude. Fuck him. Absolutely. And until next time, guys. Stay wicked. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.